0: Dalton Wagner in the Zone is brought to you by Reliance Bank. The super senior right tackle is part of an offensive line that paved the way for the top rushing attack of the Power Five last year. Reliance Bank opened its doors in 1965, and although they may be growing, they're still the institution you've trusted for years. Just like K.J. Jefferson can rely on Dalton Wagner, you can rely on us at Reliance Bank. Um, appreciate you coming on. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good. Sorry about that. I had some technical issues, I guess.
0: Buddy, that's okay. Like I told you, a lot of a lot of people aren't taking my calls. It's mostly women, but I don't <laughs> mind the fact that you're ignoring me too. Um we were talking about you, I don't know if your ears were burned a little bit ago. We were trying to kind of find your niche for when football comes to an end, and we know you've obviously got the WWE background. We were also debating like your your NFL Uh, potential here with a guy who uh, is an agent. And I don't know how all this works, so I don't want to get anybody in trouble. You guys can talk off air. Um, But also, uh, we decided that maybe because of your skills in the kitchen, you could be the first chef that people would be afraid of. Because there's not a chef I can think of. Like, Gordon Ramsay cusses a lot, but, I mean, I'd fight him. I mean, I think I could beat him up. Uh, Obviously, Giada. I mean, I wouldn't fight her, but I'd like to hang out with her some. Um, But you could be, like, the first chef that would, like, make a great meal but also could punch you in the face. I think you could really have a real future there.
1: Yeah, I might, I might have to look into that. I guess it seems like I got a couple options when football is all said and done. You know, I never yeah. thought about being a chef. You know, I, I think I would get all positive reviews if I was a chef. <laughs>
0: well, I'm good with uh, helping other people along because obviously my uh, my career has come to a screeching halt. So here we are. Um, it's good to have you on. Let's talk about last weekend for a little bit, and then we'll look ahead to this weekend. And um, you know, again, I think for those of us who watch a lot of football, who really understand football, who know Coach Freeze's background. We were not shocked in any way that Liberty came in with a great plan and a good football team that was capable of beating a team even as quality as Arkansas. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a, it's going to go down as a disappointing loss, probably the most disappointing loss so far, maybe of the entire Sam Pittman era. Um, and coach said afterwards, you guys did not get a lot that you didn't expect. Did they just do it better than you guys anticipated, or what was what was it, especially with the defensive line versus you guys, um, their success, especially in stopping the run early?
1: Yeah, um, obviously, you know I think you hit the nail on the head. It's an extremely disappointing loss. Um, I know the O line is more prideful unit. We take pride in you know putting the team on our backs, and we weren't there Saturday. We weren't able to show up the way we wanted to. Um, but you know they came in with a tremendous plan, and they got us early in the first quarter on some twists. They ran them. They ran them flatter than we were expecting, at least just from an offensive line perspective. You know. In the SEC, when guys run twists, a lot of times they're still penetrating into the line of scrimmage. These guys, instead, they try to buy up the guard and then go flat. So it's like, you know, they're not penetrating into the line, but as they go flat, they're able to get around stuff and they still get into the backfield and make a TFL. But, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of it boiled down to, you know, that first quarter put us behind so bad because you know, you got to get... Once we figured out what they were doing, we were starting to able to put some stuff together and then, obviously, mistakes still happen, but it was a that was a very frustrating game, you know, and I know our unit, like I said earlier, is incredibly frustrated. Nobody's nobody's happy. You know, this week has been a, a hard week where guys have worked very hard and a lot of progress. is that's that's a loss after that where you got to look yourself in the mirror. You know, sure you played how many great games this offensive line has played, but you know our standard is our standard, and one bad game is really bad still for us. We don't we don't like that
0: at all. Coach referenced it, and we talked to uh, Trey about this a little bit yesterday, too, is the, I guess, the uncertainty of quarterback. And Coach referenced that maybe, you know, he was trying to figure it out, trying to put his finger on why you guys got off to such a slow start. But, um, you know, with Malik taking the majority of the snaps last week and, and KJ's status a little bit unknown, do you feel like that created any kind of additional burden for you guys going in?
1: not really no i honestly it, it it boils down to our our lack of ability to pick up those twists in that first quarter and a little bit into the second quarter you know i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and try to make excuses for it um we we didn't do our job you know our job is to handle that movement handle it and make sure our run game can move but and at the end of the day we didn't execute that you know and we're fixing it this week to get our problems solved
0: do you expect lsu to try to emulate what liberty did
1: absolutely I, that's that's if I was watching film, you know, and I was a defensive coordinator, that's the first thing i do is i try to bring some more line games into it. Um, but, you know, like, like some of those other conferences, you know, as you go against these other schools, these non-conference schools, you know, they're, some of the guys are a little faster on what they can do on the interior and twist a little bit more. But LSU is still just as fast. Um, we've focused a lot, like I said, on make sure we can pick up these twists and recognize them a little better. It's all about getting your depth when you're running the ball still making sure your angles are right. You know, there's one play we had where uh, Bo's angle was too shallow on a twist, and my angle was too vertical on one. And it's just you get on different levels, it's impossible to pass the twist off. So, it's been all week we've been working on making sure we're, everyone's on the same levels. You know, we can recognize things before they happen, and just making sure that when it does come to that, we got to press get our ankles out of the backfield when they twist and get vertical.
0: Talking to Dalton Wagner on the brand of moving and storage hotline, courtesy of Reliance Bank. This is not in any way to take anything away from Rocket, and I will never try to do that because the guy's obviously a stud and he's had a great year. But A.J. had a little more effectiveness when he was in there. On the, he didn't have as many runs, but he had a, a couple of really nice ones. In fact, I did notice uh, you made a really good block on one, and then another one you pulled and helped seal a lane for him to get through as well. So it, it, he's, he's more of a quick hit guy. Is there something about his style you felt like that maybe was working a little better against what, what they were doing the other day? Um.
1: I don't really know. I think I think his you know kind of his speed and his his quick hit was doing something to help out a little bit there. Um, but honestly, I just think that sometimes he got cleaner looks than what Rocket had too. I'm not trying to take away from AJ. AJ played great on Saturday too. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take away from him, but I think sure. some looks he got were a little cleaner, especially when we rolled into that second half and we calmed him down in the blitz game when we started to pick it up. Um, but yeah, I mean AJ is an awesome running back that he, he trusted. and he is the hole very fast and explosive and. I think his lateral speed is what is something that I think benefited him on Saturday as well.
0: What uh, what did you see on the two point? What, what what happened there? I know it was obviously a KJ run. I assume that's what it was called. But um, what did you see on that play? What they do defensively to hold him just short?
1: Uh, we they came out in their bare front like we expected them to. Um, we were running a leaded inside zone run to the right, um, and it looked like it was that backside backside nipple fire they brought, and just you know, brought it back and we couldn't get in the end zone fast enough for it. You can't outrun that. I don't think we were able to outrun that push down there on the goal line there. But, you know, all, all five linemen were covered up and getting their ankles out of the backfield as best they can. You know, Rocket was in there blocking too. And it's just too many men for that play.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, enough negativity. Can we turn the page, Wes? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just going <laughs> to ask. I mean, we're, we're ten weeks in, nine games in. How you holding up? How you feeling?
1: Holding up pretty good. Got a little banged up on Saturday, um, but managing it best I can, doing what I can do. Uh, But, yeah, I'm holding up pretty good.
0: Good. All right, let's talk about the Tigers. What do you see out of LSU? huge win against Alabama last week. I think you're going to ask him how much they hate. Yeah,
1: it's a a team that I think they're a very explosive team in what they do, um, especially on defense. They're relying a lot. Those edge rushers, who are both of them um, really great, Ali Gay and uh, Ajalari, both of them extremely proficient edge rushers. I think Ajalari leads the country in pressures right now with 40, and he's up there in sacks too. That like seven and a half sacks or something. So obviously an efficient pass rusher, um, Ali Gay might not have as many sacks as him, but his pressure rating is still just as high. And a lot of the times he's able to take the tackles and put him in a bad situation, so the quarterback steps to the other side and. I just will to make the tackle. Um, Interior-wise, there's some big, big dudes up there. Um, Wendigo, I might be nurturing his name, but Wendigo. Um, transfer from um, Missouri, uh, a little bit shorter. Plays extremely hard. I think he's a pretty proficient pass rusher, um, but an even better run stopper. And then 99 as well, too, on that interior. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a space eater there. I think he's about 320 in there, and he's a, he's a big fella. Obviously their uh, linebackers are proficient tacklers and very good at what they do. They got a the nose for the ball and then Joe and Greg and the backfield on the safety. So I like to bring Joe Fouche a lot um off the edge. He was obviously a former teammate. They like to bring him to fit the run. So we gotta be make sure we get our eyes out on the edge this week.
0: If you get a shot on uh Fouché or Brooks this weekend, will you take it easy on him since you guys were old teammates or not? No,
1: I won't because <laughs> Because I think I think they, they wouldn't take it easy on me if they had the chance. So, <laughs> And I wouldn't, hold them against, I wouldn't hold it against them either.
0: <laughs> That's good. I like that. Um, how much do you guys talk about the booth this week? It's something – I mean, look, there's a lot of trophies that you guys play for. This is the one that people are most attached to, I think. Do you guys talk about it that much?
1: Yeah, we opened up Monday's meeting after, obviously – there's a bunch of meetings we have on Mondays. You know, it's like the first, like, hours about closing game film, walking through corrections, you know. You know, getting yelled at by your coaches, that and the other, and then about 3, 3.30, 3.45, it's shut down. You flip the page and we move on to the opponent. And to start off that, like, 3.45 team meeting after that, Pitt had the boot sitting in the team room talking about the history of the boot, how much it means to the state of Arkansas, and how much, you know, he went through all the records and all the old old adages and everything that were on there. And, you know, I think it's a big deal. And for the guys that were here on this team last year, we all know how much of a big deal it was to get the boot and that feeling, and we're going to fight tooth, claw, and nail to try to make it and keep that boot.
0: Do you know who the honorary captain is this weekend? I do not. It's our own David Basil from the morning show here at 103.7 <laughs> The Buzz. <laughs> That's when <you> see awesome. <laughs> him When you see him, Dalton, I want you to ask him what it was like to tackle Bo Jackson. Okay. Okay.
1: Well.
0: <laughs> and ask him what it was like to tackle Moses While you're at it But um, listen, I appreciate you coming on Good luck this weekend And let me tell you something Dalton I want to see that boot back on your sideline When that game is over But just as much I want to see freaking Larry rolling down the sideline When it's over
1: <laughs> Yes sir, absolutely We've been busting our butt this week in practice And film room and all that And we're getting ready for it So give the best opportunity we have on Saturday And go take it
0: the only thing I've got to get my kid for Christmas is bowl tickets, so help me out here, bro. <laughs> all right. That's all, all right. on it. then. <laughs> he's, he's 16. He doesn't want anything else now. You know, he's got a girlfriend. He doesn't care about video games anymore. Like, that's he's just into sports, so that's it. That's all I got. Help me out.
1: All right. I'll help you out.
0: All right. Good luck, buddy. Thank you.
1: All right. Appreciate you guys. Go Hog. All
0: right. See you. Right. Dalton Wagner.